the nature of your emergency. Welcome back to the Tactical Living Podcast. I'm your host, Ashley Walton, joined by Detective Walton. Clint, how are you? I'm good. In today's episode, we're going to talk about the irony of crime. So just sit back, relax, and enjoy today's content. Now, when we talk about this particular case, we are not mocking death. We are not celebrating death. But I think it's important for us to point out that there is so much being done by the powers that be, by the administration, by anybody that isn't the the common man that I believe is creating so much separation and divide that we're missing the mark. And I know I'm so passionate about my political beliefs, but there have been many times where I have to correct myself in not just believing something because somebody from my side says that it's true. And I've been trying to do a lot of just kind of deep diving when it comes to researching. And there's this article from Law Enforcement Today that was shared, and it says leftist journalist who mocked Scott Adams' predictions about increased murders was killed in his home. And apparently in Philadelphia, there was a 39-year-old journalist who mocked the Dilbert creator Scott Adams' um, when Scott Adams had said that a Biden presidency would likely result in increased homicides. And this gentleman was apparently murdered in his home two days later. And it looks like he was shot at least seven times. And this is an ongoing investigation. And so it, it makes you wonder a lot of different things. Like, was this a retaliation or, in, in my opinion, when you're placed on a public platform and you're forthcoming and you're willing to say things that are controversial, controversial, <laughs> or you're willing to say the quiet part out loud. And certainly I don't agree with this, this gentleman and what he was saying because the, president, the presidency of Biden has 100% increased crime rates, I believe. But... It, it makes me wonder if he was so vocal on a public platform that perhaps that could have also been a contributing factor as to why he was targeted. And with everything that's happening right now with the war and just these unsettling times that we're in, I can't help but, but wonder how there are people out there like this gentleman who don't see the increase in crime over these past three years. You know, I think it's, they don't see it because it hasn't distinctly affected them in one way or another. And, and I think that some of the problems are is they're sheltered in their own worlds. And, you know, it's, it's unfortunate. Like he was murdered in his own house and, and it's, it's sad to say that. But as time goes on, you're going to see that, that ripple effect happening is, it's going to start affecting people who think that, I mean, we look at, um, what's her name? The old speaker of the house, Nancy Pelosi. And you look at the crime that happened at her house. I know there's controversial things associated to that, but they were affected by crime and the increase in crime. And so did that change their mindset and way of thinking on it? Probably not. 
But you, you have that ripple effect that it's starting to affect these people at a higher level. So it may affect their mindsets when it comes to their decisions politically, or it may not. And I think over time, as the crime's getting worse and, and things are, are progressively shifting, you're going to see this uptick and it's going to affect them at a higher level, even if they have their own security or not. I think that's a good point because there are two there are two types of people in this world. There are the people like us who we we train for like the worst case scenarios, right? In my mind, I'm constantly going through all of the like vantage points when we go somewhere new. I'm constantly screening the entrance and the exit of the doors. You know, it's it's a constant in the back of my mind that there is a potential for threat. And that is because we are law-abiding citizens who enjoy <laughs> you know, the, the rights of our constitution and we, we carry everywhere that we go and we're protected and we're allowed to be. And even more than that, we understand the importance of being protected. And then the other side is the anti, anti-guns and the, the people who think that assault weapon is a term. Mm-hmm. And those are the people that they, it never crosses their mind. They're out there just living their life in a way that they they have no concern about that. And in one aspect, like perhaps that's a nice way to live, right? Like what a calm way to think everything is like the, the bad things are never going to impact you. But on the other hand, those are oftentimes the people who are targeted. Those are oftentimes the people who do result in a loss of life when tragedy takes place, no matter what the, the incident is. If if you don't have a means to protect yourself, when criminals are present, you are probably going to be the one that's going to be targeted more than somebody who is not protecting themselves. And so I think in that regard, it's true that unless you have this direct threat on your life, and unless you know what that feels like, that feeling of, oh, shoot, something is about to happen to me and I have no means of staying alive, Or you have that fear, right? Like the fear in your own home. Tell the story about um, the incident that just took place not too far from our house. Uh, So just recently we had one of our neighbors reach out to us and and it was in the middle of the night and Ashley and I were both sleeping and we didn't even see the messages or, or hear about this until the following day. But we had... He, he's calling us and like he's trying to call 911 because there was a naked female at his doorstep and she was claiming to have been raped in our neighborhood. And it's one of those things like where we live, we're so off the beaten path. It's very strange that anyone would be out on foot within our vicinity. And two, to be completely naked and not have her clothes like is another red flag. So as time's going along, it's you see the impact that it's created upon our neighbors and upon our neighborhood. And they're like proactively always looking for things. In this incident, the neighbor was actually on the phone with me telling me for some reason his phone would not connect over to 911 when he tried to call which is pretty terrifying. It was a cell phone. And he said, I have her, I have my shotgun pointed at her. And I told her not to move because she, he was afraid it could have been a setup, which was so smart of him. And he was incredibly calm and poised in his voicemail to me. 
And, you know, what only somebody who protects themselves in that way would even think that this could be a setup. And so his wife got her a blanket to cover her up, but he still, you know, had his gun drawn on her. And eventually he was, again, very smart. He called the non-emergency dispatch and they were able to send a deputy over there. And so that is still being investigated. Who even knows about that? This is actually the second time that this has happened in the past three months or so. Yeah. But the, the point I'm trying to get across is had that been a different situation and had that been a setup, which is an incredibly intelligent setup, by the way, then he wouldn't have even thought twice, right? He would have just went out there. He would not have armed himself. He would have just opened up his front door freely. And that's how we see entire homes being taken over by these criminals. Yeah. And I mean, we've all seen those movies where you see in those dysotopian type settings where you always have that that weak victim, whether it's a man or a woman, standing in the middle of the road asking for help and you go help them and then their whole group comes in and tries taking everything from you. And and we've seen that in movies. We've seen that concept. And, and that's actually a very common approach that these guys do to come in to take everything that belongs to you and or hurt you. Yeah. So I think in a world where we do have increased crime under the Biden administration, there couldn't be more evidence pointing to that. And even regardless of the administration at all, I think that as time is evolving, there is a higher risk level for everybody. I know that I feel it going out into the the world, right? Anytime we're in public, I feel an increased sense of discomfort with the strangers that are in my environment. And that doesn't mean that I don't enjoy my life. I very much do. But I am also very wise with the sense of making sure that I'm vigilant, I'm protected, and that there is always the possibility of threat around me, period. So this is just um, an episode that I hope that we could all learn from, not to, not to scare us, but for us to just make sure that we stand our ground, we are always protected, we protect the people that we love and care about and that you're wise, like my neighbor, if you ever get caught up in a situation where it could be dangerous. I hope you've gotten some value out of today's episode. If you have, do us a favor, drop a review, subscribe down below. And as always, know that I'm sending you a long, tight hug from my home to yours.